You've seen those movies where they say, make my day, or I'm your worst nightmare. Well, listen to this one. Rubber baby buggy bumpers. Ha! You didn't know I'm gonna say that, did you? Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Film Feast podcast. I am your host, Matt Bledsoe, uh, and this week we are talking about 2009's Orphan. Uh, to help me do that, I'm joined once again by my friend Ken Walker. Ken, how you doing, buddy? Doing well. Happy to be back. Glad to have you back. Uh, we should be a fun one. And uh, we are actually also joined by a third guest this week. Uh, it's someone who's never been on the podcast before, but it's someone I've known a very, very long time, <laughs> and that is... My sister, Dr. Jenny Bledsoe. Jenny, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> it's about time we got you on here. <laughs> about time. Yeah, it's way past time. And and you've never listened to this podcast, correct? No. <laughs> that is, that's true. But I am, I'm a big supporter. I've made t-shirts. It's I true. I promote it. It's true. You are like my unofficial manager, Jenny mm-hmm. has made t-shirts with a logo on it. Very nice of her. It was a nice Christmas gift. Uh, you have been very supportive. I was kidding. You have listened to the show a little bit. But <laughs> a little bit, uh, yes. Yeah, we're going to probably choke each other a lot because, yeah, that's kind of what we do. But <laughs> So I'm excited to have you both here to talk about this movie because uh, I think we're all, just right off the bat, we're all pretty big fans of it. So I think we'll have a lot to say. <laughs> so this should be fun. Um, but Jenny, I told you already, when people, it's their first time on the show, uh, I asked them to give people an idea of kind of what they like. Uh, and I feel like I should know this answer better than I do. What are some of your favorite movies or favorite just genres or just kind of movies? <clears throat> All right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> tough question. Um, you and I, we love to watch horror movies together. True. We saw virtually every... It felt like we saw every new release horror movie in a theater for like the past few years before COVID hit. Like we were seeing everything, good and yes. bad. <laughs> Every weekend. Um, so I, I feel like we were, I don't know if you've talked about this before, but we were both terrified of horror movies as children. So it's come up a lot, actually. Now we just <laughs> rebel against it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, somehow we See both. all of them. We just, yeah, we, <laughs> we kind of push back against that. It's funny, I feel like you will watch these uh shows like on discovery channel i don't know what channel they're on but like all those like ghost or real haunting shows oh which... yeah i love those <laughs> oh man jenny that's something you and i have in common i love <laughs> like i love looking up like ghost footage online and oh. like determining whether i think it's real or fake you mean like chills oh for god's sake <laughs> if anyone knows who that guy is i have to bring up chills because you just let me into it and i've been oh sorry it's okay. Uh, I, if anyone doesn't know Chills, I just want to bring this up because it's it's a YouTube thing. Ken, or did you show me or my friend Chris showed me? I don't remember we who showed me. We were both there and we both showed you. God, this guy just goes through scary videos, like a countdown, and he has the strangest way of speaking I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> and it makes everything completely not scary, in my opinion, where he's just... <laughs> he's very popular, too. That's a weird thing. So he'll go through these videos and be like... You may think that this is a ghost, but I'm not so sure. Like, it's this insane. It's, it's, the, it's the weirdest thing in the world. And um, man, he's, he's going to be listening to this and he's just going to be crying. Um, no. <laughs> but nice no, to yeah, it's, it's just like, this video will convince you that ghosts are real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, yeah. No, otherwise, those usually scare me, but not when he narrates them. But no, I, and that stuff usually scares me worse than if we go to see any horror movie. Like, Jenny watches those, like, American Haunting, I think it was called. And I'm like, I'm yeah, out. some of those are really, they're good. Jenny, and have I you guess, ever, I'm sorry, go uh, ahead. I was just going to say, I guess more specifically in, in horror, we want to get into that is like, I, I kind of like the supernatural mm-hmm. stuff, not, a, not so much like the gore. That's true. But, you are- 
a ghost person. Give me a ghost. <laughs> Give me a ghost. That's your motto. Jenny, I got to ask, have you ever watched the show Paranormal Witness? Uh, I don't think so. What channel is that on? That was on Sci-Fi. <laughs> you can find it. I think I think part of it's on Netflix now. But um, it was pretty much it was people recounting their experiences, their paranormal experiences. And uh, pretty much they had dramatizations of it. Mm. <laughs> She's like, mm. I'm writing it down, right? Paranormal <laughs> uh, witness, you say. Yes. <laughs> like, I would probably say, if I'm just venturing out here for you, Jenny, that like Conjuring and mm-hmm. Sadius are probably some of your favorite horror oh, movies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so um, good. We do love those. <laughs> yeah. They're, those are both really good. Um, but then also, I I love a good, like, light and fluffy like the parent trap was my favorite movie as mm-hmm. a child i watched it so much that um the tape warped <laughs> one of my favorite stories ever the VHS warped. jenny watched the Lindsay lohan parent trap so much that she destroyed the tape we had to buy her new one. <laughs> to buy a new one yeah <laughs> um olsen twins you know it takes oh. two mm-hmm. i mean of course jenny was only uh, into twin movies apparently yeah <laughs> exclusively <laughs> Um, I can watch The Devil Wears Prada like a thousand times. <laughs> I probably have. <laughs> um, kind of all over the place. That's fair. That's fair. I feel like you like a lot of Disney stuff too. Is that... Oh yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to help you out here. Uh, it's funny you mentioned Devil Wears Prada because I feel like I watched that multiple times. We took we all went to like a family trip to Hawaii last year, and I feel like it was plane on the flight back or something and i feel like mm-hmm. i got sucked into i've been sucked to it a couple times I'm not gonna i'm not gonna lie like i've actually ended up watching it more than once. i mean it's pretty <laughs> iconic <laughs> you should come back for our devil wears product podcast <laughs> i feel like you would love that i could just let you have the floor and i could just sit back and do nothing <laughs> yeah i think i could do a one-woman show <laughs> <laughs> fantastic um well anything else you want to say before we get into orphan or is that pretty much it <laughs> Um, I'm ready to get into it. <laughs> like, let's get into it. <laughs> um, okay. So, well, I'll start with you, Ken. So, do you remember the first time you saw this and kind of like your initial uh, reaction to it? Yeah. Um, I actually saw the trailer for this movie uh, when I saw a less good horror movie. Uh, I saw <laughs> me and my parents. Uh, we went to go see uh, what was it? Uh, the Haunting in Connecticut, which is not oh. a very good horror movie. <laughs> yeah, we saw that. Oh, yeah, we did. I remember that being not very good. <laughs> no, yeah. not good. But I saw that trailer, and I'm like, that looks really good. And my dad and I went to go see Orphan when it came out. And, I mean, I loved it at, at 16, and I love it now at 28 when I just rewatched it. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. yeah. And um, so, now, Jenny, I know we talked about this a little bit earlier, but I think we both we saw this together. I think with I'm pretty big... sure of that, too. <laughs> with a big group of friends. And I feel like no one quite knew what to expect. I feel like we were all. Well, you know what? I rewatched the trailer uh-huh. before this, and they really did. They, the way that they positioned it was interesting. It was like something's wrong with Esther. Like, oh, what's yeah. wrong with Esther? Uh-huh. So yeah, that really was one of the big taglines. Yeah, you didn't see it coming i feel like necessarily <laughs> oh and i should tell people before we get into it that we will obviously be spoiling orphan if you have not seen orphan because uh it's hard to kind of talk about without getting into like the big twist um yeah so i just tell people that up front if you haven't seen orphan you might want to go watch it and come back but um yeah i forgot about that whole like that what's wrong with esther you know like mm-hmm. that was pretty good uh but i feel like we were all I remember looking down like the row. We had like a, like eight people. It's like a big group, like eight to ten people, and I feel like everybody looked like they were really into it, and we were all just like having a great time. I feel like it was very entertaining. Orphan is very entertaining, if if nothing else. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I really liked it then. Uh, I've liked it since, and today rewatching it, I was like, yeah, this still holds up. Uh, you know, <laughs> just fine. It's uh, I had forgotten a lot of little beats though. Um, yeah. Um, real quick, I want to say if I can, um, that tagline, there's something wrong with Esther. I think, uh, there was actually a controversy and that became the new tagline because originally there was the tagline, uh, it must be hard to love an adopted child as much as your own. And then that, and there there was like controversy with that. And I believe, I mean, I don't want to like make us all sad, 
But <laughs> I think if you go to the Wikipedia page, there actually were, was a controversy regarding like adoption agencies were not happy about this movie. Mm, I could see that. <laughs> they did use that line in the trailer. Yeah, that wasn't and the tagline, but it's still in the movie. Yeah, yeah. It's, she says it to Peter Sarsgaard at one point. Um, yeah. But uh, I'd forget. Man, you guys are pulling some good facts I'd already forgotten about from the trailer and the poster. <laughs> like completely forgotten about that. Um, but uh, yeah, so they. So yeah, I'm, where do we start here? So, um, what do you think? Let's start with let's start with Esther. I feel like the Isabel Furman, who plays Esther, does a really amazing job because this is a a tough role to play if you're thinking about it, there's a lot going mm -hmm. on um i was still pretty blown away by her again like she's doing a lot because she has to be like very innocent and sweet and then very mm -hmm. like menacing uh and she's and the spoilers right away it's like she's playing a she's a young girl i don't know how old she was when she made this like she was 12 she's 12 playing uh someone pretending to be like nine or ten and, and she but she actually is like 33 in the movie so that's a lot going on especially mm -hmm. for a kid actor um so yeah she just uh yeah i mean it kind of all hinges on her being good too you know what mm -hmm. i mean it's like so yeah i was pretty blown away by her again um and a lot of like the looks and stuff that she does just crack me up like that's a funny thing. The movie is not a comedy but i feel like it's weirdly darkly comedic because it gets so um over the top's the wrong word. It, it just gets so crazy that you can't help but laugh because you're like, oh my God, what, now, now what's happening? Yeah, just hearing <laughs> some of the things that she's saying and doing like come out of a child is just like, <laughs> I mean, we always talk about, I don't know if you want to talk about it yet, but the line where she says <laughs> she's going to cut the the adopted brother's pecker off and she was so intense about it she's so russian like <laughs> yeah that's that's the funny thing i feel like we attributed um because i didn't i didn't see the twist coming honestly i don't know about you guys um the the thing about when they reveal that she's oh actually a 33 year old one pretending to be like a nine-year-old girl uh I've heard some people say they saw that coming. I, I did not. I was not prepared. <laughs> like, uh, did that did that catch either of you off guard? Or did you think that was a twist or what? I, I'm i curious. Caught, it caught me off guard. Oh, I actually want to go back real quick. And uh, 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 one of the other lines that really just cracks cracks me up every time I see it is, you know, first she catches Peter Sarsgaard and uh, Vera Farmiga having sex. <laughs> and then the next morning, Vera Farmiga is just like, hey, we got to talk about that. And she's just like, oh, I know you fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's or, very casual about it. She's like, eh, yeah. I, I remember in the movie theater, there was a woman in the audience who like audibly gasped at that <laughs> moment. Um, but yeah, but yeah, her being revealed to be a 33 year old woman was shocking to me. I didn't see it coming. Yeah, I did not see it coming. I feel like I completely wrote it off to the fact that she was just like <laughs> Russian, especially with the bird, where she's just like, I mean, the bird thing is kind of the first thing where you're like, oh. But it's also like kind of the right thing to do, even though it's just harsh. Right. So you're just like, oh, yeah, she's just she's Russian. She's just, <laughs> she's harsh. That's how they do. Because <laughs> Jenny, Jenny took you took Russian for how many years in high school? Yeah, I took Russian all throughout high school, um, up to Russian five. Wow. Yeah. So, wow. And yeah. I felt like Jenny just knew about <laughs> Russian culture more, and she was like, I felt like we were just like they're tough people, you know? It's like, yeah, they're just tough. <laughs> Listen, Esther came from a tough home life, we thought. She came from Russia. I think it, was, it, it might be revealed she's actually from Estonia, I believe. But yes, she'd fake the papers. Right, yeah. yeah, she'd fake the papers from Russia. But, you know, Eastern European, it's tough mm -hmm. over there. So, yeah, when she kills Very the bird, cool. I, yeah, at the beginning, like, the, the brother shoots a paintball, and then it uh, falls to the ground. It's suffering. And she's just so cold about it. She's so cold about everything. It's just, like, drops the rock on it. It was like, mm -hmm. he was suffering. It's like, to do it it was like oh okay <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> good, uh, <laughs> yeah it's a good like juxtaposition between like how sweet she's presenting herself so that's like a really clear moment of like oh so this is like the other side of her personality right yeah mm -hmm. yeah i uh i'd forgotten how much like how sweet she is when she first like comes into the family um she's really like not over the top at it but it's like yeah she seems very genuinely sweet and i thought it was weird I kind of get it, but the brother uh, hates her from, like, the get-go. From the get-go. I thought it was strange. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm just nicer than that. But I feel like I wouldn't be that mean to somebody. Um, I mean, he seemed jealous right away. They make it clear he's, like, pretty jealous of her because yeah. 
like playing Guitar Hero with his friend, and then mm-hmm. like they're giving Esther gifts, and he's like looking over at his dad, like, "Hey, Dad, come look at this." And Dad's like, "Okay, great." Um, yeah. He's just like, yeah, "I cool. could see that for you." You'd be like, "Does this mean I'm getting less Christmas presents?" <laughs> <laughs> oh God, here we go. This is going to be getting called out in this podcast by Jen. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I actually want to say, um, if I may, one thing this movie does really well is, I mean, two things foreshadowing and also uh exposition because you get um a very so like exposition you just have very natural dialogue with like you know uh Vera Farmiga's mother-in-law being like uh so does uh Max not even remember the incident by the lake like this uh you know you you quit drinking and all that so you sort of figure out like through natural dialogue Okay, so she had a drinking problem. And then later on, you see the neighbor who sort of flirts with the dad. And mm-hmm. yeah, and then through like an argument, it's revealed that he had an affair. So that exposition, I think, is done really well and naturally. Yeah, they drop a lot of good um, like hints into why they wouldn't trust each other along the way. Because um, it's still kind of ridiculous when it gets to a point where Peter Sarsgaard won't. Um, uh, believe you're from Ica. <laughs> uh, but yeah. it's like they set up these things in their backstory uh, where they both have issues with each other because um, she has the alcoholism and the thing where, you know, um, the youngest daughter, uh, you know, almost, almost died, drowned, I guess. Yeah, yeah almost drowned. Uh, and Peter Sarsgaard had the affair. So it's like they have all these things like they why they be very quick to um, things are fragile, basically. You know what I mean? The things are on flimsy mm-hmm. ground anyway. Um mm-hmm. And that's what I was thinking, like, kind of going back to the beginning, because I feel like I just have, like, a lot of notes about things I want to talk about, but there's, like, we could be all over the place. But I had completely forgotten about, I, I knew, I remember the opening a little bit when it started. I forgot how long the opening goes on for and how disturbing it is with Vera Farmiga Ooh, yeah. basically having this nightmare about losing their third ba- uh, third child. And uh, I don't remember seeing the baby. They even like it's very creepy because like she's screaming and the doctors and everybody is just like being weirdly calm and cold about it. And they even show her the baby. I forgot you saw the baby. I was like, am I watching like an unrated cut? What's going on? Like I'd forgotten all that stuff, Um, which also sets up all that trauma. Well, and then there was a scene pretty soon afterwards uh, that I forgotten about where Vera Farmiga tells her daughter um, the youngest one uh, who's deaf, uh, which I also forgot about um, uh, telling her a bedtime story. And it's kind of about the younger sister that they lost. And I was thinking this scene would have been cut out of most movies like this. Like it takes it's like an emotional beat <laughs> that just takes time to set up more character stuff and kind of more of a connection between Fear from Eager and her daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just thinking in general about how in this movie and ge- Orphan is funny because it feels kind of like trashy sleazy kind of crazy over the top but it also feels classy in a way i think because of the actors in it and i think because it, it like takes its time with these kind of more dramatic moments uh, you know what i mean do, do you guys know what, you know what mm-hmm. i'm talking about yeah it has some heart to it it does like it, it mm-hmm. takes its time it uh because it, it's really crazy when you i was watching it again like all these beats it's like because it's a killer kid movie i mean even though it's not a kid technically but um and i just watched a crazy one recently that i talked about the podcast called mikey um (laughs) that uh was was completely trashy there was no class in mikey it was like and compare that to this one this one's like so well made and so well acted um but those killer kid movies they have all these crazy like i feel like over the top beats and um they just keep escalating and then like every time there's somebody in a who won't believe like one person is like this person this kid's crazy People won't believe them, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, which is an, an infuriating thing for me in a movie. Like, I'm just like, come on. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Especially with this movie, because not only is Vera Farmiga calling it out, but uh, the nun, uh, Sister Abigail, shows up and is just like, yeah, a, a weird string of death seems to follow Esther <laughs> around. And the dead still is just like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, okay, let's let's get into him real quick. Peter Sarsgaard in this movie might uh, be one of <laughs> he's infuriating he's infuriating yeah. he's one of the most infuriating like movie husbands i could remember who just like will not believe his wife uh is kind of a piece of shit all around <laughs> like, just mm-hmm. i was like man he is so much worse than i remembered because um it's like for the first part he i feel like he's just trying to have sex with her and then 
Uh, and then he is like immediately on Esther's side. That then he turned the whole thing where he just won't believe Vera Farmiga. He's very quick to write her off. Like, I mean, I guess they kind of try to write some of that away with the alcoholism backstory for her and the whole thing with that caused um, the youngest daughter to almost be, you know, to drown. And like, so I get he's like got some issues with her, but <laughs> it still yeah. is like, okay, buddy, come on, how much do you need here? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Jenny, did you have anything on that? Um, I mean, I don't. We already said we're giving spoilers, but yeah, <laughs> uh, spoiler, he gets murdered, and I'm pretty sure at the time I was like, "Well, that's what you get." <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what's so funny? Okay, so this is a weird thing for me. It's like, like, yeah, he he gets murdered, but it's like I'm one of those people. Like when someone has like been wrong the whole time, I want there to be like a really like big like "I told you so" moment, mm. and I feel like that was sort of missing here. I mean, he gets murdered, but you know he's already he's like drunk when he's getting murdered, so he like barely is lucid enough to see like what's going <laughs> yeah. on. It's like I want him to like I want realize. You to be sober for this. <laughs> I, I, I want you to be sober for sober your murder. murder. No, um, <laughs> but I I want him to like be aware. Like, oh, I was a fucking idiot this whole time. Especially, I was thinking this when Sister Abigail gets murdered. Like not far from their house, it's like, bro. Right. Yeah. And it seems kind of out in the middle of nowhere. So yeah, put the pieces together, somebody, please. Uh, so, right. Also, like, also, yeah. I just have to say, like, look, you're you're a, you're a married couple. You you can have sex on your own time, but it's just like when you've got three kids in the house, even if it's midnight, the kitchen <laughs> probably isn't the place. Okay, yeah, I thought that too this time. Uh, and I feel like we laughed really hard in the theater, like with the way they cut to Esther looking at them through like that glass door, and then she just kind of walks away like she's looking at them like sinners. Like, yes. <laughs> like she gives them this look you like a uh, married couple. Yeah, you, you, you dirty dogs. Like, <laughs> um, God, it's so yeah. And also, there's so much... the younger sister has great looks throughout the movie. Oh, yes, oh, I was <laughs> thinking of that because um, she doesn't speak. So all she can do right. is give the looks. Max is her name. I keep calling her the younger sister. Uh, yeah. She has so... There, God, I love... There's a part when, like, Esther... See, Esther keeps, like, dragging her along to everything. She's, like, her partner in crime. And where Esther is kind of still threatening her, but still, like, you know, I love you. You're my baby sister. And, like, Esther's, like, kissing her off her head, I think. And then Max is, like, has this look straight ahead, like, this dirty bitch. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> she's like, I hate this girl. But she's kind of stuck at that point. So... Yeah. Um, I love the scene when she's about to uh, like smash the rock on Daniel's face, sort of a callback to the, yeah, okay. to the bird. And then <laughs> Max like tackles into her, and then just this cold stare Max gives her. Mm -hmm. Max is really the hero of this movie. Let's be honest. She, oh yeah, Max is great. <laughs> taking yeah. action at all times. Um, I that I'm glad you brought that part up, King, because I had a note here about like I'm confused what Esther was going to do or who how she was going to explain his face being smashed with a rock. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like was she just ready to like? Pin it, it on Max? Hmm? Pin it on Max, maybe? That would be... I, I don't know. That'd be That'd pretty be quite a claim. <laughs> I was just like, what's your plan, Esther? Like, you've thought everything else <laughs> out so well, and you're just gonna like, smash his head with a rock and be like, he fell. Like, he's just gonna, like, <laughs> point at him face or something. Face first into the rock. He fell, yeah, fell face first into the rock. <laughs> um... Man, she really... I, I will say, Esther really thinks out some plots this movie. I was really thinking that during that scene when, uh... Um... They go to uh, Vera Farmiga drops them all off at school and Daniel gets out and then like Vera Farmiga gets out to like give him because his books fall off his backpack, which I think also Esther plans. Uh, yes. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And then so then Esther goes up to like the car and puts it into neutral and it's on a, a slope. So it Max is still in the car and it starts going backwards. And uh, even before that incident, she set that up by setting up the wine bottles to make it look like Vera Farmiga had you know, been oh. drinking the night before. And I was like, oh my mm -hmm. God, she really thought like four steps ahead of this plan. Yeah. Like, and she's, um, and she's also like, like if something happens, she plans to use it to her manipulation. Like when uh, Vera Farmiga like grabs her arm and she screams, she hurt her arms, which leads to a very uncomfortable scene oh. for me is when she puts her arm in like the wood compressor. Mm -hmm. I, uh, when I was watching <laughs> that today, I like, I had to like sing la 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 so I didn't hear the snap. <laughs> Isn't there a better way to break your arm than that? She basically puts in like this vice, and I'm like, that cannot be the easiest way to break an arm, right? I know. Just I don't know. It seems most most foolproof. 
Did you have to break it? I mean, you could have caused a bruise or something, right. but it's still been yeah. bad. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I guess she really, really wanted to think that, like, she really hurt her. I, I was she really uh, committed. Esther committed a bit hardcore. Like, she really, <laughs> really committed. And I don't know. It's funny. I got to go back to Peter Sarsgaard getting killed thing because I had just said uh, it was about that Mikey movie when I was talking to uh, Carmelita on the podcast about telling me about that movie. And I was saying, um, that it's like those kind of movies, there's always somebody who doesn't believe the kid is doing it until they're literally getting stabbed. And that's literally what happens in Orphan. I feel like. Yeah. Like, the moment he's being killed by her, I feel like he's not, he's still not, you know, he doesn't know what's going on, which is incredible. I'm like, wow, you are a real dipshit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can I say what I want? Uh, Matt, I told you this before, but what I want to say about Peter Sarsgaard. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, Peter Sarsgaard for me is one of those actors who, like, he's not one of those guys where I go, oh, hey, it's that guy. He's one of those guys that, like, I'll, like, come back to a movie later and be like, oh, Peter Sarsgaard was in this. Like, he's, <laughs> he doesn't leave a big impression for me. Well, he's not usually the star of most movies. He's, True. like, a, you know, like a supporting character, usually. Yeah, um, yeah. I was thinking, watching this, speaking of him, that, I mean, I feel bad, because I think he's a good actor, but he always gives me the vibe of like, he could turn and become a villain at any, any moment. Like he has like kind of a creepiness. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like behind the eyes. Yeah. I mean, Matt, I mean, you'll, I think you'll both agree. His greatest performance ever was in green lantern. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot no, he was no. in that movie. I forgot, I forgot most about of... that too. <laughs> <laughs> but I forgot most of green lantern. So that's. He's in the uh, garden state. That's what yeah. I recall most. We, we did love garden state. And that's what I thought. Love of the hell out of garden state. <laughs> Still listen to that soundtrack. Oh, I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jenny played the hell out of that soundtrack. I, I thought I liked that soundtrack, mm. but I would, like, walk into your room back in the day, and it was, like, you would just be sitting there with, like, the soundtrack always on, I feel like, in the CD player. Like, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, take me back. Um, I did talk about Garden State. I think I mentioned it was, like, the first movie that I feel like I went out of my way to find and see. Yes, I, I think you're right about that. Like, yeah. we had to go to Lynn, Lynn, this is very specific for people who aren't from here, but uh, <laughs> Lynn Haven Mall, it's like 20, 30 minutes, depending on, you know, whatever traffic. But, uh, you know, I was like 16, 17, and mm-hmm. uh, you must have snuck in now that I think about it. But, um, uh, yeah, we both probably we saw that trailer <laughs> and we were like, we got to see that that Garden State movie because that was just like a, a good song over like random images. And mm-hmm. uh, it was only playing Lynn Haven. We went out of their way. And that's the first time I've ever seen peter stars or anything and i feel like he kind of plays a dirtbag in that movie uh yeah. but like but like kinda... he's also kind of nice yeah right right but he has that quality of like yeah kind of a dirt bag. <laughs> yeah i think he like works at a store and he like kind of returns things that he didn't buy yep. to like get the money like that kind of thing where it's yeah. like nothing mm-hmm. you're not murdering anyone but <laughs> you're just well, you're kind of sleazy yeah 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 it's like he's capable of bad things but he's not a bad guy that's like in this movie he just seems like he does seem pretty shitty like it's not like he's you know he, like he's not a murderer or something but he's like you're a pretty bad husband like, yeah you just uh, like kind of suck <laughs> yeah <laughs> he really does he does not also, like ever really he never redeems himself too that's the funny thing it's like what's his job in this movie is he like an architect i got the feeling he was an architect because he yeah. has the big table yeah He's yeah. drawing it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's got a table. <laughs> he's got a table and some pens. That's an architect. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, what was the thing I wanted to say? Oh, yeah. I also wanted to mention um, like a foreshadowing, foreshadowing of the big twist, I think, was actually done pretty well. You know, she's remarkably bright for her age. Mm-hmm. She, you know, she knows how to manipulate people. She, she just has a lot of very adult things about her. Right. I was picking up on that today, rewatching it too. I was like, it was hard now to know the twist, but seeing those little things you just mentioned made it seem like, oh, this seems really obvious now. But I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know how I could go on a limb and be like, oh, she's a 30 year old woman. Boom. Got it. You know what I mean? Like, it just kind of yeah. seems like it's once one again, of those things like you wouldn't yeah. guess it, but then when it shows up, you're like, oh, of course. Of course. Of course. I, uh, mm-hmm. I feel like once again, we just attribute it to her being like Russian and being through some shit in her life. <laughs> We're like, oh, <laughs> she's been through some stuff. She's seen some things. Like, um yeah because it's like she's really good at uh art which like she's pretty she'd had to practice that for a long time very good at the piano that takes a long time to master i feel like if you're you think mm. she's nine or ten you know that like the nun does say she's very mature for age which is like the biggest like 
wink, wink, you know what I mean? Throughout the whole thing. Um, yeah, there's just a lot of stuff. And then, um, yeah, it's, uh, what was I going to say? Um, it's funny because I, I like a lot about this movie. It has two, it has a couple things I don't like. It has the very cliche scene that happens in like every kind of thriller like this where someone has to go and like Google information, yeah. <laughs> which it doesn't like. <laughs> it's like, I got to Google it, go down the rabbit trail and, uh, or you know, the rabbit hole and Google everything. Um, but uh, I mean, it's not that terrible. It's just kind of like one of those like very cliche things that you've seen in like, you know, 50 other yeah. movies. But And I love uh, how Vera Farmiga like blatantly just Googles children who kill. <laughs> <laughs> I love people Google things that are so broad like that. Like when they're just like, yeah, like children who kill, it's like psychological disorders. Like you're really casting a large net. Like, I don't know what you're expecting to get. Yeah. Um, But yeah, just that was a minor thing. I thought there was one more thing I want to mention. I mean, uh, but I really, I like the movie a lot overall. I think it's super entertaining. It's like way better than I feel like it had any right to be mostly because of Mm -hmm. how well it's directed and the caliber of actors, I believe. Um, Vera Farmiga and Peter Sars have both been nominated for Oscars. So it's like you have like Oscar nominated actors, um, you know, playing this part, which elevating the movie, like, because it could have been done much like, you know, in a worse way, much trashier mm-hmm. almost. You know what I mean? So um, I appreciate that. It looks really good. I feel like it's got a classy look. And that's um, the uh, the director who I think came up recently. Oh, it came up on the remix episode we just did, Ken, because I was talking about yeah. him doing House of Wax. Yep. Um, Joe May, I actually, I forgot to say his name this time. Last time I had no idea. Uh, Joe May Colette Sarah is his name. <laughs> uh, he's a good director. Um, House of Wax, this, um, uh, The Shallows, really good. Um, then a couple of those good Liam Neeson uh, old man action movies, <laughs> like some of the better <laughs> ones. Um, so, yeah, he does, a, he does a good job here. And um, I'm going to forget to mention if I don't say it now. Do you guys know they're making a prequel to this movie? Okay, I wanted to ask about that. <laughs> yeah. I did not know that. <laughs> Breaking news for Jenny here. Um, yeah, they're... Uh, what, Ken, what were you going to ask about it? <laughs> well, I was going to ask because I thought I had heard either from you or, no, or another friend of mine recently that there was going to be like either a prequel or a sequel. And what's interesting is I actually just watched on my DVD. I have... Um, I have uh, there's deleted scenes and an alternate ending. Oh, and in the alternate... Yeah. Have you seen the alternate <laughs> ending? I forgot to watch the alternate ending. Remind me of what it is. I, I seen it like, years ago and I forgot. Okay, uh, Jenny, do you happen to know what the alternate ending is? I don't. Okay, <laughs> it, it's literally somehow she's alive, um, <laughs> even though this movie ends with her getting her neck broken by a kick from Vera Farmiga. We've already gone into spoilers, um, <laughs> and she like sinks to the bottom of a frozen lake. Right. Somehow she's alive, but <laughs> it just ends with her like the police are like raiding the house. And she's like up in her room and she's, you know, like putting makeup on to try and cover her scars, but they're still very visible. And she just comes down. She's like, hello, my name is Esther. <laughs> what? Mm. Did they show her? So we're still supposed to think her neck got broken and she's somehow alive or they cut the, the neck breaking out. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe it, it. Well, it doesn't really show. It, it doesn't okay, show that. So it maybe just they just left it where she's in the icy lake yeah because she does sort of come back up and then she gets her head kicked so maybe they Mm -hmm. cut that out for that maybe maybe it tested with audiences and they wanted more of like a a real like stick it to her like fuck you ending because you get that great line about like i don't know why esther even tries this where she's like mommy help me i'm like you think that's gonna work and then (laughs) yeah right (laughs) i'm not your fucking mommy and it breaks her neck yeah that was amazing (laughs) (laughs) we all like cheered at the theater i'm gonna guess that they probably tested and audience was like, could you like really, really kill her? Cause we want her to die. <laughs> and they went back and shot that break the neck ending. Cause it is very, I mean, it's like, Oh, uh, like it really gets her. Satisfying. Uh, very satisfying. <laughs> she is. I was like, she's real dead. Like there's no coming back from any of that. So that's interesting that they had that other one where, and that doesn't sound as good to me. That's definitely not as satisfying. Yeah. No, when I watched it, I'm just like, yeah, it's best that they didn't go with this. Yeah. <laughs> good. Good call. But the, the movie they're making now is a prequel. Uh, I think it's called Orphan First Kill. Uh, I think it's coming out like relatively soon. It might be this year. Um, I think it's like we're done filming it already. And it still has Isabel Furman's back <laughs> as as Esther, which if you think about it, it makes no sense because now she's like in her uh, 20s, you know? So it's like, yeah, uh, it's supposed to even be younger if it's a prequel. So apparently I read today they were doing a bunch of like stuff with like CGI and like Ugh. doubles and um different like angles like all every trick they could think of to wow. I guess, make her 
kid. It seems like a lot of work to go to. I thought they were just like recast her. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, and also this is just a good standalone movie, right? And and to wait this long and now release a follow up, <laughs> it's a little bizarre that they waited that long to be like, we need that orphan uh, follow up, like. Um, because they should have done it like right away. I mean, the movie made a bunch of money. I was looking at today; it like only cost twenty million, and it made like almost eighty. Uh, and I think it did very well after. You know, people liked it afterwards too um, on home video or whatever. But uh, yeah, so I don't know why they waited so long. So mm-hmm. um, I'll be interested to see how they pull it off because um, that just sounds weird to me on paper. <laughs> so I don't know. Interesting. And I'm sure yeah. we'll still go. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I'll be there. But I'll be like, there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll be um, there opening weekend. <laughs> uh, so one thing that um, I won't say I dislike this about the movie, but it did sort of make me roll my eyes. Is there a few things that make me think like, oh, that's like really early 2000s cliche. Like when um, when she first goes to school and the one little girl says the line, oh, little Bo text me. She wants her outfit back. <laughs> yeah. Well, that little girl is awful. Let's be. Honest. Yeah. Rooting for her to get hurt. Yeah. Oh, she gets she gets hers. Don't worry. We'll, we'll get to that in a second. I was thinking though, in that scene, why is there always somebody like? Okay, I was never a new kid in a school. Um, and I know Jenny, you weren't either. I know Ken, you weren't either, right? You've mm-hmm. like, we all live where we live forever. We never go to new school. Uh, I don't remember ever giving new kids that hard a time, but it happens no. in every single movie. It's such a cliche. <laughs> like. <laughs> And the minute she I remember in, like yeah. having a new kid and everyone was like bedazzled by the new kid. It was just like <laughs> you were so excited to have a new kid. It was like they instantly yeah. became like the most popular person there. Right. Yeah. 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 Movies get it wrong. Cause yeah, Jenny, I remember like that was my same experience with new kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very weird. Like, movies are always... interesting. Yeah, exactly. You're like, especially, oh. especially if you're like a, if you're like from another country, I feel like you would, people would be very interested yeah (laughs) it's like i know she's dressed a little strange but it's like i don't know and it's like so weird i was thinking like wow what a bold kid to like make fun of her right in front of the teacher and teacher's just like take your seat esther like don't even do anything (laughs) that that little girl's been bullied me for many years esther don't worry about it yeah (laughs) yeah it's like whenever we had new kids it was like they were so cool i never forget like in second grade uh my friend, uh, a guy I knew forever through high school after this, Danilo, moved up here, uh, and his sister, and they were twins, and they both were, like, baby models, and he brought in, like, he had, uh-huh. he'd been in ads for, like, Toys R Us and, like, Sears. And I don't everyone think thought, I knew that. You didn't know that? Oh, yeah. So oh. <laughs> he lived in my neighborhood. Him and his sister were both, like, yeah, baby models, and he was like, oh, yeah, here, I was in a Toys R Us ad, and we were like, oh, my God, and he was from New York City? Like, this oh, kid was damn. the coolest kid. Yeah, it yeah, was this like... kid's awesome. <laughs> I don't even know him, but he's, like, my new best friend. <laughs> no, and he was super nice. Everybody loved him. We're like, oh, my God, the cool new kid from New York City who's a model. <laughs> he had the coolest backstory. So, um... That kid I know, that showed was just... up and just owned second grade. Yeah, I feel... It, I, my, my, my memories, he came in with, like, a pop collar and sunglasses, but I don't think that's how it went down. <laughs> and, like, a, a wind machine that he blew by. <laughs> Make his um, jacket flow in the wind <laughs> but yeah that's just one that's a funny movie cliche to give you're right can about like it's always somebody who's just mean to the new kid and then um the brother's mean to her at school like in front of people like dumps her books like he dumps his own i know it's his adopted sister but like dumps her books like rent for everybody like what a dick i kind of i didn't really <laughs> like her brother that much this time honestly yeah, <laughs> yeah. i mean but I, then I, it's I... like but does he deserve to die no 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 probably no. not <laughs> No, no. I just thought he was the jerk to her at first. But no, then it kind of like, yeah, I, I guess it kind of pans out that maybe he was right to be mean. To her. <laughs> yeah, right. But, uh, yeah. He knew. He, he knew. No. <laughs> um, if she had stopped at making him pee his pants, then they maybe would have been even. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's about what he deserved. God, that scene is so good. It's it's like the way it's shot, too, where she just like is there. I feel like she just appears and she's got the knife on him. <laughs> and we were just like, holy shit, this girl is not fucking around. <laughs> Like, um, it's so funny. That's why I think I find killer kid movies weirdly funny, as messed up as that sounds. But like, because they, it's it's like the kids don't do these things. You know what I mean? And like, just yeah. like how like how kind of crazy it is. Like, think when you're watching like a ten year old threaten to murder someone, you're like, what? Well, this is wild. Like, this is just like, um, yeah, she, yeah. I mean, she she does some crazy stuff. Like back to the bully girl. I meant to mention this. Like, um. When that whole scene's actually pretty good because she's kind of like it's very tense. Like she's on this like big 
um, like jungle gym thing, and it's like very kids are coming out everywhere. It's like, oh, oh, where's Esther? You know, it's like because Esther's kind of like stalking yeah. her at that point. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then she's like looking around. It's like very tense. And then Esther just pops up behind her and pushes her off that slide. And the funny thing is, I think she'd be totally fine, but she clips the slide and like snaps yeah. her leg. Uh. And it, ooh, yeah, we were all like, oh, like it's one of those injuries where you're like, oh, Jesus, no. Um, yeah. But I was like, wow, she just missed a slide. I think she would have just landed a big, big thing of snow. <laughs> so yeah. It's bad I luck. Think, I also think that scene is like really good because like just the build up to it. Um, yeah. uh, you get like just these shots of like just like the top of the swings, like the chain swinging and you get that creaky sound of the of the swings and mm-hmm. and and things like that. Yeah, that was also, I noticed, like, a really good time, I thought, where she really switched. Like, she was swinging, and she looked genuinely so pleasant and happy. <laughs> like, she was just, like, living her best life, just swinging. <laughs> and then she sees that girl, and she's like, time to kill. <laughs> time to kill, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she looks like, I'm gonna get you, bitch. Like, it's time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, she gives this look like, watch your back. And, uh, yeah, it's, oh, man, yeah, it's it's pretty bad uh it's like um man what else i was talking about the uh so all the stuff that kind of happens with her and vera farmiga because i feel like vera farmiga is like the only person seeing this stuff and i know jenny is saying you're very passionate about that she does the vera farmiga that <laughs> <laughs> uh because uh, yeah. yeah they they lost this child and mm-hmm. vera farmiga tells esther this very nice story about how they planted her the ashes are in this like garden they have in their house or in their backyard kind of a greenhouse and it's like, yeah, these flowers are for her. Her ashes are here. And then, <laughs> and then and she's like, as long as, you know, they're always growing, she'll right. always be with us type of thing. <laughs> and then this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Take it away, Jenny. <laughs> Clips, cuts all the flowers off. And she brings it in like, here, mommy, I got you some flowers. <laughs> and she like loses it, obviously, like hysterical rightfully so yeah and um she's like she knew what this meant to me and like of course peter sarsgaard is just like she didn't know she would just be nice (laughs) it's like no she wasn't and it's just so infuriating yeah he uh he he, he's like it's my fault i told her to say nice i'm like oh you moron like you it's like just listen to your your wife for five minutes like i know you have a hard time with that but um my dad yeah. actually was sort of similar because literally I remember that particular scene. We were seeing the movie. And when she does that, I just hear my dad mumble. Oh, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's where, where Jenny really turned on her. She was like, oh, you got to get you. Like, she was like, get her. Yeah. Like, you really yeah. wanted to go down at that point. <laughs> wanted blood. <laughs> Listen, it's not just me, Ken. Both the Bledsoes are big justice hounds. The, we the want <laughs> the Bledsoes are bloodthirsty people. <laughs> the bloodthirsty blood. <laughs> um, yeah, that's pretty awful. It's. I remember that was like a. I feel like people gasped in the theater. If I yeah. maybe that was just Jenny. I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> like loudly gasped. Like, <gasps> like oh man. And then um, God. So then it's so satisfying later on when. Uh, well, not just when she when she kills her at the end, but when they are at the hospital because because um, mm. Daniel's been hurt from like Esther set the friggin' treehouse on fire. <laughs> it's like, you know, he got out, but then he was hurt, and they're at the hospital, and uh, Esther kind of sneaks off, like the whole family. Like, Esther sneaks off to like go finish the job, basically on Daniel. Yeah. And uh, another bold move, like you could easily be caught. Like I don't know, in a like, hospital. She, in a hospital. So um, puts a pillow over his head. Um, he doesn't die, which I was surprised by because well he he flatlines, but they bring him back. Right, right. Yeah, I was still surprised <laughs> that they didn't. It felt like they were going to kill him in that moment. It's almost like they did it and then were like, "That's too much. Let's walk That's it back." Much, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, yeah. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, oh, yeah. I just I just watched the movie today and I already forget how did they sort of get around the fact that Esther obviously started that fire. Oh, they have a conversation between. Oh uh, yes. Yep. Peter starts ever being a talk about it, and she's like, "Do you really think Daniel started that fire?" And he's like, "I don't know." Oh, <laughs> like, yep, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Like, what do you mean? It's your kid. And that's you know, for, you know ten years. And, ever. <laughs> and when Vera Farmiga asks uh, the the nurse, he's like, um, uh, "We'll see what he remembers." And that's when Esther's just like, "Oh, well, gotta end <laughs> this. Gotta finish this job up." Yeah. And then he's not gonna remember anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then Max tries to save the day again because Max is like onto her and uh, she's following mm-hmm. her around eyeing her like oh you dirty bitch like she's always looking at her like I'm gonna like she's on her and then um, trying to warn people but then the alarm goes off in the hospital and like the flat you know he's flatlining and they, they do save him but so Max is trying but yeah and then and then Vermiga is just like I don't know exactly what she says but she's like like you try to kill me little bitch and slaps the shit out of her and all. yep <laughs> yeah that was good an look. amazing slap <laughs> Yeah, like, no. She deserves it, but it's like a little bit. Yeah, so too. <laughs> well, because Vera Farmiga like gets hysterical, and then she has to be hospitalized. Yes, I okay. I'm curious about this. It happens a lot in movies, and Jenny might know because she's a medical doctor. Uh, so I always say to her, Jenny knows everything about medicine. Um, do they just randomly sedate people who are in hospitals who go crazy? Like they, she jammed a needle in her arm and just sedated her. I'm like, I don't think that's. Uh, I know that does happen a lot in movies, <laughs> although I feel I don't know. I feel like that wouldn't happen because, you you know, you don't know what they're alert. What if they're allergic to right. in the medicine? Like, yeah, I don't I was, know. you would just they bring like thing. in security just to subdue yeah, them. Just right. Security, I think. Some guys like I got a needle ready. Let's just sedate her. Let's see what happens. I know they always have it ready. They just have like a cabinet full <laughs> yeah. of sedatives. In case of hysterical person, break glass. <laughs> yeah. Like they're just he's ready to like sedate somebody. Um like it makes more sense in a movie where they've already been there. Right. Like, like, like they're Terminator. Patients. Yeah, in Terminator 2, Linda Hamilton's been locked up in that psych place, the socket with like a hospital for a long time. So they know they sedate her like a few times, I think, because but she's been there a while. But like Vera Fink is like a random person. They're just like, hold on, grab her, sedate <laughs> like yeah. oops, we killed her. Um <laughs> It just yeah, like happens. Like, anaphylactic this shock. Yeah, this happens in a lot of movies. Is all I was thinking, but, um, but yeah. And then, so then we kind of have to race to the the big ending where, um, yeah, Peter Sarsgaard already killed. And I don't really feel anything about it because he's such a like a dick the whole movie that it's just kind of <laughs> like, eh. like I mean, yeah. he had lots of warning signs that he chose to ignore <laughs> I just wish, I just wish he could have had that moment of clarity, just like, oh well, I fucked up. Mm. Yeah. yeah, you you really want to know what he did wrong before, <laughs> before they get yeah. People need to know what they've done wrong. That's that's one <laughs> thing that I'm big on. <laughs> I, I'm with you on that, Ken. And doesn't there um it's kind of it's an awkward scene, especially at the first the you know, when you first see it, you don't know. I think they haven't revealed yet that she's like thirty years old or they're about to, but um that they're on the couch and then she's trying to get her master plan going. Yeah. Where she's like, I love you. I love you, John. And it, I think his name's Sean. Uh it's like and it's John, yeah. Okay, and kissing him on the cheek, thankfully. And it's like getting a little weird. And then finally he's like, Whoa, whoa, like, no, no, no. He's like <laughs> But then he's still like, We're gonna have a talk tomorrow with like the orphanage or something, um, about you staying here. Um and, it, and you remember he like starts like crying to her though because he's been like he I, he he's, yeah he's stressed. yeah and I feel like we laughed in the theater yeah. like, I mean I felt kind of bad but he's like, also if I had any respect for you before I've definitely lost it now right that he's right. breaking down crying about his life to a about what he thinks nine year old yeah nine year old and he's just like it's just so hard you know <laughs> we're all like buddy we don't we don't feel bad for you <laughs> like. Um, in any way, I'm sorry. I have no sympathy for. Him. I think they want me to kind of feel like bad for him in a way, but it it doesn't work. I don't feel. <laughs> and let me tell you, she stabs the fuck out of him a lot. Yeah, I'd forgotten how many times she stabs him. And then Max at the top of the stairs, like mouth open. I'm like, that poor girl's gonna need a lot of therapy for what she's. Oh been yeah. <laughs> um, man, it's, it's more fucked up things I just remembered. Do you remember the part? Like just little like moments where it's like this is really fucked up with uh where uh. Is uh, God, he, uh, uh, God, Isabel Furman. I'm, I'm, yeah, uh, Esther. Esther. Thank you, God. I was like, what name is it? Esther uh, um, pulls a gun out, like a revolver, and then puts one bullet in there and like points it at Max and was like, "Do you want to play?" And it was like, "Oh my God!" Like Russian roulette. <laughs> and then she's like, "Maybe later." Like something happens. I'm like, "Oh my God!" Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That poor little girl's a gun put pointed in her face and like, oh yeah, just stuff like that. Where you're like, "God damn, Esther is crazy as, <laughs> as she can mm-hmm. be." Um, so, okay, this, I want to ask you guys about this too. Esther's grand plan at one, at some point is to find a man that will like be with her. That seems to be thinking this, like where it was like, okay, what was, I think we had talked about this probably when we first saw it. Like, what was the end game? (laughs) Exactly. And like, why are you so into dads? 
<laughs> yeah, because because when uh, Vera Farmiga, first of all, I love that sort of reveal when she's on the phone with the Sarn Institute, and he's and the Russian guy's just like, "Oh, we're not an orphanage, we're we're a mental asylum." Mm-hmm. And then that other guy comes on and explains the whole thing, and she says, "When she couldn't uh, seduce the father, she went crazy and just killed everyone." It's just like she just she just wants, I, I guess the <laughs> I guess she just wants someone to someone to love her for who she is. Yeah, I guess I don't. But it's like, is this ever? It's I remember thinking. I think we talked about that. He's like, is this ever gonna work? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. Right. It's like she really thinks this plan's gonna work at some point, huh? Where the dad's gonna be like, and I'm guessing the plan involves killing everyone else in the family, not just the mom. Is, I guess so, but and, I don't know how that would um, right. really or win him over. Gonna be like Max's stepmom now, or <laughs> right? <laughs> It'd be a great sequel that she's his stepmom. <laughs> I'm your stepmother now, Max. <laughs> yeah, but, but she Don't thinks like, I'm going to murder your entire family. That'll really win him over. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it almost seems like Peter Sarsgaard doesn't even like, like his family that much. So maybe he would have been. Oh, true. <laughs> uh, and it was her plan to be like, surprise, I'm 33. It's okay now. Like, you know, I don't, it's like, I don't understand her plan at all. But I guess if she's insane, then the plan doesn't need to make any sense. <laughs> Yeah, I also want to say I think they did a really good job aging her up like when when, you know, within the context of the story, she's removing her makeup. But clearly they give her a lot of makeup to make her look older. They make her teeth look worse and make her face face look more uh, like wrinkly almost. Yeah, yeah. And I love speaking of the teeth like she has false teeth. Mm -hmm. uh, And I love Peter Sarsgaard again being just you know fucking idiot he's like what he wakes up one morning he's like hey you gotta go to the dentist and she's like doesn't even make up a good excuse she's just like yeah i don't wanna i thought she, she just doesn't want to go yeah i thought she was said she was sick or something but no she's like i don't want to go and he's like all right i'll let you play hooky today if you come down and draw with me i'm like you're horrible what, what you're, are you doing you're just a horrible father <laughs> yeah. too you know same type of thing at the hospital actually because She's like, can I have a dollar to go get a soda when she wants to go kill Daniel right. to the grandmother? <laughs> and the grandmother's like, uh, your mother said you have to stay here. And then she just looks slightly <laughs> sad. She doesn't even say anything. She looks slightly sad. And the grandmother's like, okay. <laughs> she did, just gives it to her quick. Her go. Well, she yeah, did maybe. raise Peter Sarsgaard in the movie. So exactly. It's just shaped. that whole side of the family. <laughs> they just too lax. They're just lax disciplinary. <laughs> like, wow, like, you really caved immediately. <laughs> yeah, it didn't take much. I get it now. Um. I'm like, I was thinking like, wow, do people really believe kids this much? Because I feel like at a certain point, you would just be like, it has to be her. You know what I mean? Like, I just like, do kids get that this much benefit of the doubt? I, I was, <laughs> I mean, I don't know, but um, maybe. I was trying to myself a situation. I couldn't like, you know, I couldn't I think couldn't about imagine it. That. Yeah, no. It's hard to imagine. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess it is hard to believe that a kid would be, you person you think is a kid doing all this, but it's still kind of like a certain point. It's like. Who else would it be? Like, come on, you know, it's like, yeah, it's just kind of like our lives were going fine before we had got Esther. Now everything's falling apart. Exactly. (laughs) And plus, like I said before, Sister Abigail pointed out, like, there's a string of horribleness that seems to follow her. Horrible stuff is happening now. Right. Look, if it it looks like a duck, walks like a duck and quacks like a duck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh, I just thought that was interesting. I mean, because we know all the stuff that's going on, so it's we can't judge. But it's like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I was having a hard time. I was like, would you believe a kid this much? I I don't know. But I mean, it is easy to sneak around. I feel like everyone thinks you're harmless. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. But I just thought that was interesting. That yeah, this is like only get away with everything. But um, so I'm trying to think. You guys have anything particular? Anything you want to bring up? Any scenes or any uh, moments that you that you want to talk about? Uh, I got one thing that I'll mention. Okay. Um, I really like just the snowy look of the movie. I think that's a really good setting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It does seem super cold. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, they filmed in Canada, of course. It looked, yeah, it looked, uh, it does have a good look, that snowy look. And yeah, it feels cold. Uh, it's a good, it's a good setting. You're right. Yeah. They look very, where they live is very isolated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 They have a cool house. They do. They do have a cool house. It's like, uh, like I remember being a kid. I'm just like, that's the kind of house I want one day. <laughs> and then you were like, wow, houses are really expensive. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. I was thinking about how much that house costs now. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, what does he do for a living? Because I don't think she's working at all. And, yeah, well, uh, she was a she was apparently a piano teacher at Harvard. Was it Harvard? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. No, I'm pretty sure because 
she mentions to his mom that, oh, yeah, I think I'm going to get back to teaching. And then she says, oh, are they going to take you back uh, after what happened? And she's just like, no, not at Harvard, just doing lessons here at the house. I'm pretty sure she says that. I think I missed that part. Um, yeah, so I guess, I mean, I, it would have to be like humanities because... Right, right. Yeah. No, he yeah. could be an architect. I feel like they make a lot of money, but he yeah, buys the house they live in. So um, yeah. that looked like a house they'd put an architect in in a movie. Like they would say, like, this is an architect's house. <laughs> um, that was cool. It's cool. Um, uh, Jenny, anything else you can think of? <laughs> um, Sister Abigail got brutally murdered, man. We didn't really talk about Oh yeah, we kind of skip over that because <laughs> uh, isn't she already like suffering? And then Esther comes back again and like keeps hitting her with like a hammer, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the claw of the hammer. Oof. Oof. <laughs> yeah, and then she makes Max drag the body with her. <laughs> oh my god! And and the fact that like she oh, threw man. Max out <laughs> to like so that Abigail would have to like swerve around her. Yeah. Oh. oh man, Max goes through a lot of shit in this movie. I know, really, poor Max. Know. Really Esther's a cult. Esther is a cold-hearted bitch. Yeah. <laughs> was so Sister cold. Abigail even a threat? I don't remember if she even was she a was. threat to her. She, she was, was kind because, of onto her, right? Yeah, uh, she was onto yeah. her. Like, she's like, hey, I think there's something wrong with Esther. Um, yeah, and she's the one that's pointing out, like, the string of, like, deaths that seem to follow her. <laughs> she's like, well, let's add another one. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh yeah, I, oh boy, yeah. I love. She's like Max grabbed the other foot or something. Like, oh my god, Max is just yeah, really oh. along for the ride here. She can't do anything about it. <laughs> like, yeah, the girl just seems so sweet. It's like one of those. It's like I like Vera Farmiga too, but I'm like the first I'm really rooting for is Max because it's like this poor innocent girl, and you're just like mm-hmm. she goes through so much shit. It's just crazy. <laughs> yeah, Max is really my favorite. <laughs> also, I do sort of wonder, like, because the movie just sort of ends with you know Vera Farmiga and Max. Um... Kate, Kate is her character's name, but Kate and Max just, you know, approaching the police. And I just like have to wonder, just like, man, is she like going to have to like take the fall for everything and be arrested herself? Because how much evidence does she have? I mean, if they go into the house and see all this shit, maybe that'll that'll turn things around. Oh, yeah, I think I thought that like she kind of revealed a lot of evidence with those weird uh, paintings and stuff that she did. Right. Yeah. Then that black light. Those, those get real weird. I'd forgotten how yeah. weird those got. Cause it's like, also, yeah, I was like, this is not smart of her. Cause she like, all you do is turn the black light on and you can see all this crazy shit. So mm-hmm. like the odds of one of the parents coming in, just doing that. It's pretty high. I feel like. She um, was really banking on being able to seduce John. <laughs> she did not have a backup plan. She's like, it's going to work this time. <laughs> It's a very disturbing artwork in the black light when it's like it's like her and him, her imagining them and they're all naked and it's really weird. And I'm like, oh, this yeah. is way weirder than I remember. Yeah, I forgot about that. I thought it was just like a burning house. But yeah, it's only one rewatch, thing. I'm like, oh no, there's some graphic stuff here. <laughs> it's a really weird <laughs> shit. Um oh man, I feel like there's just so much. I do be kind of hard to talk about because I had so many like little moments to to go by, but uh um yeah, no, I just I think it's very fun. Um, I feel like it's kind of become like a little bit of like a cult movie. I feel like people know about it. or It's very entertaining. I feel like people have seen it. They're like, oh, yeah, that movie is crazy. You know what I mean? But yeah. Um, yeah, I still really like it. It still holds up. It's fun. I don't know what that prequel is going to be, but I am curious to see it. I'm sure I'll go. So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't really, I don't have much else. I just, yeah, Orphan's good. That's, that's it. Yeah, definitely. It was I, one of, oh, sorry, oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, I find it very memorable. Um, I hadn't watched it in quite a while, but I re- feel like I remembered it vividly. And, you know, I see a lot of movies too, and I don't remember <laughs> them all, but that one really sticks in my head. Yeah, it really sticks in my head because, um, like I said, I was 16. I was like really getting into horror movies then, and it was one of the first ones that I really enjoyed seeing in theaters, like that early. Yeah, yeah, no, especially it's fun to watch with a group, I feel like, because you get some great reactions. Mm -hmm. Uh, People haven't seen it before. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's like, wait, what's happening? Like, yep, stick around because it's going to get crazier. Um, (laughs) It really it escalates the crazy pretty well. That's the other thing. Like from the get go, it, it like ramps up real nice. Where it's like, okay, yeah, like kind of you could write off some of the stuff that happens. Like, um, what's like one? Of, I think one of the first things when she pushes that bully, 
but then it's kind of like, oh, we were playing and she fell. OK. Mm-hmm. And then like the backs backs are up <laughs> even where she's like, yeah, they were just playing. And um, yeah, so it, it starts off like more like, OK, yeah, yeah, there's something to this. But uh, as it goes along, it ramps up to be crazier and like more like, OK, she had to be behind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, they balance that that they balance that really well. Like it's not too slow. It's not too fast. They mm-hmm. plan it just right. Yeah, yeah. It's it's well paced, it's well plotted out. Uh it's just really a good movie all around. And like I said, I really feel like in different hands with different people it could be um kind of shitty. <laughs> you know, it's like I don't know, I feel uh-huh. like it really brought a classiness to it. Uh that it without certain people involved, it might have just been kind of like forgotten about. But no, it's it is it's very memorable. The part the stuff I remembered, I had remembered like exactly. I feel like we did watch this might have been like hbo a lot like after it came out like but it's been years and i hadn't rewatched it for a while but um yeah i feel there's a time period where i watched it a lot i feel like it was on tv or something but um definitely we watched it a few times back in the day but that was a fun it was fun to uh revisit it and um it was fun to talk to you guys about it so yeah yeah definitely thanks for having me (laughs) well (laughs) you're welcome anytime yeah. I'll say this. Um, this is actually the only movie I've seen Isabel Furman in. I haven't seen any of the Hunger Games movies. I forgot she was in Oh, those. I forgot she was in those too. I was gonna ask if she'd done anything else, although I yeah. did see the Hunger Games. I mean, have you have I mean so Jenny, so you've seen the Hunger Games. Matt, have you seen Hunger yeah. Games? I have not seen any of the Hunger Games, no. Okay. So I mean, Matt, do you know anything else that she was in? Uh I'm looking it up. It it's yeah, it's a lot of um just little projects yeah nothing i'm really like it's popping out here um some voice work i think okay some stuff i've never heard of yeah um still working here and there she actually has a lot of stuff coming up it looks like she's gonna be in escape room too interesting uh <laughs> and the orphan first kill movie and quite a few other things so yeah it looks like she's gonna be in some stuff so she's she's really good i mean yeah it's it's a tough part but she really pulls it off convincingly so oh yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we're all pretty blown away by her the first time. We're like, this kid's really good. So yeah, she's um, so so good, <laughs> especially for how young she was. Yeah, it, yeah, that it's very impressive. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I think that's that's basically all we got. I mean, it's all right. It was a shorter one. We've done a lot of long podcasts recently, so this is like an hour, which is probably good. <laughs> We've done a lot of like <laughs> two, three hour podcasts the past few times, so uh, I'm sure people won't mind. But uh, <laughs> but no, this was fun to talk to you guys. Um, and we'll do this again. Jenny, I know me and you were planning a Point Break podcast in a few months. Oh, yeah. I think we <laughs> didn't mention that at the beginning. Oh, oh I know. man. <laughs> I love some Keanu. <laughs> love Keanu. I mean, we, don't we, we all? all do. We all do. <laughs> exactly. I mean, he's he's one of those universally beloved celebrities. Yeah. And then put him with Patrick Swayze. It's just magic. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, we'll have we'll have a lot to say in the Point Break podcast. I'm sure um, we'll just be gushing about that one. And then uh, Ken, I don't know what we're doing next, but <laughs> um, some let me look at my notes here. I know we had something planned. I think we're going to talk about when it comes out. If we don't think before, I know we want to talk about the new Godzilla vs King Kong movie. So yes, yeah, we want to talk about that. Um, and that'll be like the first time we've ever done like a brand new movie on the show, which will yeah, be a new blockbuster. Yeah, yeah, so. I'm looking forward to that. So, yeah, um, this is usually when I ask if you guys want to plug anything. Jenny, I don't think you have anything you want to plug, do you? Uh, no. Social media? No, you're <laughs> not good. <laughs> uh, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, Ken, what, what do you got? <laughs> yeah, uh, once again, uh, you can follow me on Letterboxd. Uh, my username is Balboa 92 And um, in the not-too-distant future, I will be... Uh, uh, plan, we're planning on uh, me appearing on a friend of the show, Lindsay Wilkins' pod, podcast, uh, Shock, Schlock and Awe. Oh, yeah. So, okay. That's, yeah. That's and, uh, I won't tell you what we're talking about, but it's going to be fun. Okay. No, that should be that should be good. And that actually reminded me, because thank you, because I was just on um, Friend of the Show, and you've been on there, Daniel Epler's uh, Cobwebs podcast. It actually just dropped the day we're recording this, uh, me, him, and Anthony King who's also been on the show, uh, the three of us talked about um, some Warner Archives Blu-rays um, that we recommend people pick up. There's a sale that should be happening the day that this episode is out on Friday, March 12th. I believe that sale is starting. So we gave some like recommendations. It was a lot of fun. It was a really fun podcast. Um, and yeah, that was just a great, I had a lot of t- great time. I had a lot of fun doing that. So you guys should check that out. Um, and let me see here. So yeah, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at Film Feast Pod. 
Um, you can follow me on Twitter at MattBlood87, and you can follow me and the podcast on Instagram at FilmFeast, all one word. And, oh, before I forget, <laughs> this should be happening on this episode. You should have heard a new theme song um, on this episode, which was made uh, by Anthony King, again, uh, a host of Cult Movies Podcast, uh, also a talented uh, musician as well. So uh, he's got all kinds of hidden talents. So uh, he made a custom theme song for the show, which I love, and I'm really happy that um, we have our own custom theme song now. So thank him again for that. Everything went right. It should be on this episode. Uh, but yeah, it should be here. So I hope you guys like that. And yeah, that's um, that's all we got. So I hope you guys enjoyed this, and we'll talk to you next time. Thanks, guys. Thanks talk for having me. me. Bye.